Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wonderful Women of Golf. I'm Rick Wolfel. One summer day, Madison Rosinski left her home in Illinois and headed to Arizona to seek her fortune, armed with an associate's degree in horticulture, a drive to succeed, and ample supplies of both courage and intestinal fortitude. During her journey, she received a call about a job from Paradise Valley Country Club just outside of Phoenix. That was a year and a half ago. Today, at age 21, Rosinski is an assistant superintendent at Paradise Valley. This edition of Wonderful Women of Golf is her story. We're honored to have her. Madison, welcome to this edition of Wonderful Women of Golf. It's a pleasure to have you with us. We appreciate your making the time. Nice to have you on hand. Oh, thank you for having me. Let's start at the beginning. You are now in Arizona at Paradise Valley Country Club, located outside of Phoenix. But Illinois is your home, so how did you end up in Arizona? Yes, so Illinois is where my family is originally from. I came from a small town there. Went to high school at Stillman Valley High School, and I graduated from Kishwaukee College in Malta, Illinois in 2018. There, I I went to school for floral horticulture, so not exactly on the path towards turf. I originally, I was going to be a floral designer. I started working at a shop in Rockford, Illinois, and I kind of figured out that You know, I wanted to be more working outside. I didn't like always being in the shop and it was, you know, just dark shop work that that wasn't for me. I wanted to be outside. So I wound up, I got an internship at Prairie View Golf Club in Byron, Illinois. And that was, I was actually doing the bedding plant designs at their club and they wound up uh, because of COVID, they pulled me into turf maintenance. So that was where I got my start working on turf. And I realized, like, after getting on all the machines there, I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. I, when I decided to move to Arizona, which was just kind of on a whim, I wanted something new. I'm, I'm not a big uh, snow lover. And, you know, we, <laughs> we get a lot of that in Illinois. So I, I wanted a change, so I just up and decided, you know what, I visited Arizona a few times and thought that was pretty cool, so decided to move there. I'm like, there's plenty of golf courses out there. I was still kind of thinking about going to, like, business school along with maybe just getting a job in golf maintenance as a full-time job, and that's when I got, I actually got the call back for Paradise Valley Country Club, five hours into my 25-hour drive to Arizona. <laughs> so it was kind of a relief to have a interview set up since I was I didn't have any family in Arizona, and it was just going to be really new terrain for me. But you know, I got the job, obviously, after I went to the interview, and um, I was originally just going to be... Uh, into like a regular golf maintenance worker but the superintendent came to me he's like hey we don't get many people coming here with actual background in horticulture turf like do you have any 
interest in working toward an, an assistant position. And at first I was kind of like, ah, you know, I, I might still go back towards like bedding plant designs, floral horticulture, wasn't really thinking that route. But then, you know, I decided to go for it. I took them up on the offer and I've been there for about a year and four months now. So I'm loving it so far. That's great. That's a little different path than a lot of people take coming into the industry for sure. Was it that simple for you, enjoying working outside? And of course, working on a golf course, you get ample opportunity to do that. Yeah, definitely. That was, I mean, I I loved, you know, mowing the tees and approaches. Like, that's kind of what I started with at my first course. And I, that, that was really all I had been on before coming to this course, but just being outside. And I mean, I had only worked summers in Illinois. I didn't really get the winter part of working, but I've survived a summer in Arizona now. That was uh, a lot different than summers in Illinois. But now that we're getting into the winter season, it's absolutely beautiful. And you want to be outside every second. The winter season, of course, is your busy busy season. As the second assistant, what are your primary responsibilities or how do you spend most of your workday? Uh, most of my workday, you know, we start around 6 o'clock usually. It'll be anything from mowing. I could be on approaches, tees, greens, fairways, uh, bunkers, anything like that. Uh, filling in if some mornings I won't have any sort of job assignment and I'll fill in if we have any sort of no call, no shows, but starting off with something like that, or we'll be, if we have to spray greens, I typically do the uh, green sprayings every Thursday. So that's my main task. Uh, otherwise, uh, we get new guys coming in. I'll be training them on something. We usually start them out on something like a greens mower, or fairway mower. It sounds like people took some time to train you so you wouldn't be swimming upstream. What was that like to get indoctrinated into working in turf when you really didn't have a background in it? A lot of people that get into the turf industry as a career have worked on golf courses as teenagers or whatever, and you didn't do that. So was there a period of adjustment that you, you had to go through and how patient were your bosses with you and helping you through that period? Uh, I, I tend to be a fast learner, but they were really, you know, when I hadn't taken uh, the assistant position in the beginning, they already knew they kind of wanted me for that role. So they were putting me on everything right away, just getting me uh, acquainted with the equipment and making sure that I was like adequate at using that before I could go and train somebody. But I mean, they were really patient with me and uh, helped me learn really fast. I mean, everybody was very good at explaining. They're, they're good teachers. So it wasn't too hard to adjust. Were there any skills you took from the horticultural, horticultural side over onto the golf side, or is it a completely different skill set? 
you know, I have my background. I've got the social science classes and the botany classes and everything, but I'm learning something new every day and definitely want to get more. I've thought about taking the uh, GCSAA assistant superintendent certification courses to learn more that way, but uh, it has been pretty different. I mean, plant material-wise around the course is completely different from anything I learned in Illinois, and my degree was based around Midwest plants, so it's been definitely different, a whole different environment. Okay, to take this in a bit of a different direction, you were part of the support crew, all-female support crew at the U.S. Women's Open last year at the Olympic Club. And I've talked to several people who were part of that group, and all of them described it as a wonderful experience, not just on the golf course and handling the responsibilities there, but also having the chance to network with other people who had a passion for turf, learning from each other in structured situations and some less so. So to start at the beginning with that, how did you first get involved or reach out as far as having the opportunity to be part of that group? The superintendent in my course was actually, he saw an article. They had put out numerous, I think they had an article in a magazine and they had a few up online for calling for women uh, assistants or anybody involved in the turf industry. And my boss had seen that. And he asked me if I'd have any interest in going. I'm like, well, sure, that sounds like an amazing opportunity. So that was what got me started with that. I put in my application and he had made that call asking if they still had any spots available because it was getting towards the end. They were going to be closing up uh, the volunteer list. But I, I got in just in the nick of time and really that I'm – so happy I did as everybody else has said it was an amazing experience of course you probably have the least amount of experience in the field as almost anybody there except maybe the uh, turf professors and those in that field who attended but what was it like first of all to to be around people who were making careers in the industry that must be very inspiring may not be the right word but uh make an impact on someone whose career is just getting started yeah it was definitely i mean everybody there is very admirable and inspiring they answered any questions i had and it was amazing to see you know when i think a lot of times when you think turf industry you think okay golf but we had turf professors there we had biology majors uh sports turf uh i mean a whole lot of assistants and superintendents in the golf industry but there was a little bit of everything and they had a lot of skill sets that i hadn't thought about like making stencils and painting turf for the sports fields and things like that and this one girl brie kenny from Troon, she goes around to golf courses and is finding the wildlife 
just to prove the fact and kind of get rid of the stigma that golf courses are a terrible thing for the environment. And that was really cool to see as well, that it's not like people are making all sorts of different routes for themselves in the turf industry. What were your responsibilities day to day while the uh, golf tournament was going on, while the championship was going on? It was definitely different than I expected. Um, They're actually a unionized golf course, so we couldn't come in and take the usual, like, greens mowing and approaches, tees. We couldn't take those jobs away from the guys, but we were there to help. Like, we'd be moving the turning boards for the greens mowers. They'd put a few people in a group with a greens mower, and then after, like, we got the mowing done, then the rest of the day, we're edging heads and uh, hand watering. I did a lot of hand watering. <laughs> Obviously, it kept you all busy, and the golf course was in wonderful shape. I remember one yeah. of your colleagues telling me that some of the people in the gallery were actually commenting on how magnificent the golf course looked and how the players were impressed with how the golf course looked. It certainly came across that way on television. So apart from being on the golf course, as you mentioned, having the chance to learn from so many people and so many different aspects of the industry, what did you take away from all that by the time you got home and had the chance to to think about everything? Uh, what were the most memorable impressions you had of that week? I mean, it was just, it was amazing to see how appreciative they were that we were there and able to help. And I definitely didn't think it was going to be as big as it was. It got a lot of media coverage and that, I I mean, I think that's great. And they're going to continue, you know, sending groups of women to these events, but It was just, it was amazing to have a network of women behind me. It actually introduced me to some in the Arizona area, and they have continued to introduce me to others in the Arizona area, not knowing anybody from here. They really helped me a lot, and it's made me want to, like, it kind of defined that I do want to continue uh, down this path that I've started, and just I not so much you know I don't know if I want to enter that superintendent role for a while but just doing more than just working on a golf course I really liked the idea of now we're kind of a group trying to get more women into the industry and not just women getting uh younger people into the industry and I think that would be a good aspect that I could lead in my career being so as young as I am. We'll get to that in in just a second. The other thing I wanted to focus on for a moment, uh, you have made the decision that you're going to volunteer at the country club in Brookline for the 22 United States Open Championship. You've also joined the uh, New Farm XL Leadership Program. You've basically made a three-year commitment to attending an abundance of seminars and workshops as a way of advancing your own career and increasing your knowledge. 
was this Women's Open experience kind of the catalyst for that that made you think, I want to do something like this? Yes, definitely. I mean, there's, I don't even think I would have been considered for the New Farm Excel Leadership Program without having that on my resume now. I mean, I, I'd had no, I just joined as a Class C member of uh, GCSAA, and I hadn't really had any previous volunteer work with them or through any of their programs, so that was kind of what catapulted me into the public eye with GCSAA and made me more noticeable that like the cactus and pine is our chapter. But yeah, that was definitely what got me into these programs. And now I'm super excited about going to Brookline. Uh, they reached out and said that I was on the list like a couple weeks ago. So I've got that to look forward to. And the the new farm Excel leader, I mean, super out of my comfort zone, definitely was like the youngest person there by a good six years or so. But everybody's just there to help each other and help me learn. So I'm super excited. You mentioned the importance of getting younger people involved in the turf industry. You're just 21 years old. Most people that are starting their careers have been to college or have gotten uh, their degrees or are working on their degrees. Uh, as far as getting people interested in pursuing a degree in TERF, you kind of have to do that when they're in high school, like they're 15, 16 years old and thinking about where they would like to study and what they would like to study. So your viewpoint is kind of unique and rather refreshing. What in your mind is an effective way to let high school students know that the turf industry offers a variety of career options? I think in high school I had you know, I really had no idea what I wanted to do until graduating, but I had that kind of start in the National FFA Association. So I think what would be amazing for uh, different chapters to be able to do is reach out to schools in the area and just kind of, you know, talk with them, ask if there's an FFA program at that school and you know they don't have to have the horticulture or the agriculture classes a lot of times they still have an ffa program because it is so nationwide now but i mean ffa is a huge program that you're going to get a lot of students that are interested in horticulture and ag and biology i think people should definitely start there if they're looking for high school otherwise uh even going ahead of that in hosting i mean gcsaa's got the first green program where you can get your fifth and sixth graders you know reach out to gcsaa or reach out to a high school and talk to them about hosting uh an event at your course but that can really you know 
bring kids in and get them thinking, hey, like this is a viable career choice. Thinking about it and all you've experienced, Madison, in a pretty short period of time, was there any one particular moment that made you say, I want to do this with my life, this is the industry I want to pursue? One particular moment I can't really think on. I think it's just been the course of how fast I've evolved in the last year that I've really gotten into this. I've, I've caught on very quick and it's all kind of come, a lot of it's come pretty natural to me, which makes me think, you know, this is something I should definitely continue because I'm, I'm getting into all of this so young and that's, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm ahead of the game already and I'll be able to go and do so many things and make it so many places with this career. Is being a head superintendent a career goal for you or is it too soon for you to think about what an ultimate goal is? Yeah, I, I think it's too soon to tell. I, I like the assistant role. I like still being able to be outside and get on the mowers once in a while. I, I know a lot of superintendents, they spend a lot of their time in their office. And if you want to be working at a country club, which I really like so far, you're, you're going to have to deal with the nitty-gritty, the Greens Committee meetings and the water board meetings. And I'm, you know, I, I get to participate in some of those. I get to go to the Greens Committee meetings and uh, listen. Our superintendent does the talking, but I listen and see what he's dealing with in those. And it's still up for debates, but, you know, that is typically the end goal in this career. Just, I have a few years I would definitely want to wait. Madison, we thank you for spending some time with us. It's been a fascinating conversation. I think looking at it from your perspective as we have here for the last few minutes has given people uh, some different insights as to what opportunities might be available. Thank you very much for making the time. No, thank you for having me. Madison Brzezinski, our guest on this edition of Wonderful Women of Golf. My name is Rick Wolfel. We thank all of you for joining us and, as always, invite you to join us next time.